I have, a, I have a burning question. Jordan Allen, when you are doing a British accent, do you have to fake a British accent? It's 100% fake. I feel, <laughs> I feel gross doing it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I feel like a phony. It's funny. I, I went to uh, England on a trip over one summer. And when I came back to high school, I made the conscious decision to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> hoping that eventually it would set. And within a day, I felt like a scumbag. Oh, yeah, so I bailed. I bailed. How, and I don't even do a good one. So. How long were you over there for? Like, was it like, oh, I was there for two days? Solid and... three weeks. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a, it's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, it's very come back. And I love. Like, what's wrong with you? What are you trying to impress here? So, do your parents have an accent or no? They do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mom and dad both have an accent. So you feel like you don't have a solid enough foundation to like kind of get away with faking it? <sighs> what kind of life is that? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, mm. like, you I know, can't let anyone go to a bar. A distinguished one. A distinguished one, yeah. <laughs> it, there, it would serve me in many ways. It really would. It'd be very beneficial to have a British accent. I'm aware of this. Yeah. Many like, people have told me this. You know, when it comes to, like, statistics, like, you know, being white and being male, especially at the top of the game, having a British accent is even the tip top of that. Yeah. that's yeah. You, You've climbed to the top of the cake, and then there's a you've ascended the cherry. Yeah. With the British accent. Yeah. Climbed up that stem. Yeah. And so <laughs> I've, I've held on to some of the vernacular. I certainly use some words that are British. Like, um, well, now I'm I'm on the spot. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, I've heard oh, it. The, well, the other day I, I was out with uh, with my girlfriend and some friends and I, I said, oh, that was lovely. But I was sincere, like sincerely, yes. that was a lovely meal. And I guess lovely isn't used very often. Yeah, it's oh. a little more, I don't know, flowery over here. I feel yeah. like in, in Britain, it's very common parlance. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So, yeah, I wish I had it. Did I, we talk really about this did. the other day? Do you say Z or Z? I say Z. Okay. okay. But I respect Z. Where does Z come from? Uh, the moon. <laughs> Canada? I don't know. <laughs> Alien species? Yes. I say Z, though. Like Z depth pass. Oh. Z depth. Oh, you say Z. Yeah. Z Z's but very Canadian. I'm wondering because, well, actually, I thought about this recently because I was like, well, most letters, they sound like the, it's the sound you make associated mm. with that letter. Yeah. But, except for W. Yeah, you, you don't say double U. Yeah, because like E is E. And it's not even two U's; it's two V's. Yeah. It's so right. It's yeah, shame. that is infuriating. Really, we got to take down Big Alphabet. <laughs> yeah, big big Alphabet. But Z, like if like Z is Z, Z. Yeah. But Z is Z. not Z. Yeah. You're totally right. But I think we I'm should team ban Z. It. Yeah, yeah. I no longer respect Z. Z is better, and it rhymes. If you're saying out the alphabet, it it rhymes. Yeah, there you go. What about yeah. language? Well, Nico, right before this, you were trying to tie your shoe with one hand. <laughs> yeah, because I wonder if you can explain to the audience why you don't have use of <laughs> yes. your left arm. Yeah, well, so for I got asked this question a lot because we were in Vegas over the weekend at NAB, which stands for North American Association of Broadcasters. It's basically the big convention where all the software and cameras and stuff get shown off. It's like. It's a convention we can go to where we have colleagues that aren't like influencers, right? Like we have our mm. like YouTuber influencery colleagues and we have our like video production filmmaker colleagues and like NAB is like the, the filmmaker side of it. Um, but I got asked this question a million times what happened to your arm. And thankfully I broke my collarbone doing something cool because if I broke my collarbone doing something lame, yeah. it would be a tough time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, last weekend, um, I went over the handles, handlebars of my mountain bike, uh, slipped on some dirt on the, I was going downhill on this little swoopy park. Cause I didn't want to lift my bike over the gate. So I decided to do the really tricky, steep, yeah. washed out dirt thing, like a little water gullet. I'm like, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just manage the side of this little gully here. And my bike kind of slipped a little weird, and I tried to get back in. It was really steep. Hit my brakes a little bit. The front tire twists around, and I have nowhere to go but over my handlebars. I try to roll it out. Just turns out to be a pile drive into the ground into my shoulder. 
and you can just oh. you just tell instantly like the amount of force that just went into my shoulder is more than the structural integrity of my shoulder. Mm. Like something had to have something's got to give. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> let the bodies hit the floor. So <laughs> as they say, yeah. as they say, <laughs> thankfully it was really at the very end of the trail. So I got up, walked twenty feet down to the road, and lay down. Uh, Guy was with me, <laughs> um, so he's he's had some practice with taking big injuries and having to deal with that. And uh, my wife wouldn't answer the phone. I oh, called him like, uh-oh. So I called Peter. <laughs> I called Peter up? to pick me up. <laughs> Peter, I broke my collarbone. I didn't actually know if I broke my collarbone. Like, I just, just like, I fell off my bike very badly. That's amazing. <laughs> so he came out and helped out. And uh, uh, yeah. It's beautiful. I love that you fell to your training too. When you went over, it went through your head to do a stunt roll. Yeah. Like that, that is <laughs> pretty cool. I wouldn't have thought of that. Like, yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. I mean, it didn't work. It worked in the we past. I did, yeah. I did, I was driving an ATV and a root hooked across the front axle and threw me over the front of the ATV. And I emerged from that unscathed feeling really cool. So mm. I did like a full flip and everything. He's like, ha. Ah. And that didn't awesome. work out this time. Is this your worst like injury you've had? Like, yeah, I've never broken a bone before. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that was wow. my first time breaking a bone. Dang. No way. Dang. Yeah, so ten out of ten would recommend getting that club. No. You haven't broken a bone. I ha I have. Yeah, many. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like here's the thing. Like, it's going to get me less sympathy, but it really isn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. like, Give me the pillow. <laughs> Give me the pillow. You're done. <laughs> like, it's not even in the same realm as Wren's. I'm not any on any painkillers right now. Yeah. Oh, was yeah. Wren's? What, what was the difference? Oh, you chipped the end of it. Well, I didn't chip it. The end snapped. It's like it's, imagine the head of a match. Breaking that match it off and then breaking that in two. That's worse than a chip. Yep. Yeah, so that's what happened. Yeah. But Renz broke right in the middle of his collarbone. And it, like, exploded. Yeah. There's, like, yeah. splints and everything. Oh, man. Yeah, I think mine's all aligned. It's all set up. It's a picture on my Instagram. <laughs> you want to go take a look. <laughs> check it out. But, yeah, it's, uh, if anything, is I'm just, like, I feel like I was really good about not messing it up the moment it happened. Like, I mm. crashed, broke it, and it's like, something's wrong. I kept my shoulder, like, stabilized. And I think they just kept the pieces aligned. You know, there's a lot of flesh in there. It's kind of holding things in place. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how it actually works, but I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah. But I got some x-rays. It's like, it's broken. It's like, oof. All right. The thing is, I went to urgent care uh, the day of. And the person before me in urgent care was having an allergic re reaction to something that was closing her airway. So I went in after her. And the doctor is just so elevated yeah. and so hyped up. They're like, what happened? I'm like, I, I fell off my bike. And they're like, yeah, you should go to the ER right now. I'm like, well, I mean, I landed on my shoulder. He's like, you could be bleeding internally. You could die right here. on the. On my <laughs> just in full I'm like, hero mode. He's I'm, like, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I respect that. I don't think I am, but I respect it. But I, do, I, don't, I think I'm okay. He's like, we need to get you like a neck brace. I'm like, I don't think my neck's broken. I can, I'm really like doing this. Like, I think I'm okay. I think I just, you know, broke something in my shoulder or whatever. Can we get an x-ray, please? <laughs> Don't want to go do a CAT scan right now. It's 9 p.m. Like, just an x-ray. Uh, sure, no, I got the x-ray. But they made me put, like, my arm up, which is a little, like, funky. Yeah. Like, he didn't want to peak too early that night. So he, yeah. was trying to, he was really trying to escalate. Yeah. Keep it Nurse! <laughs> Nurse! <laughs> get the TV My heart's beating. I respect it. My heart's beating. Like, I know you're the professional. <laughs> But I think my heart's still beating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. So, yeah, living life uh, with one arm. And it's it's inconvenient and slow. But mm. still managed to finish your bowling animation. Still though. managed to finish my bowling animation, which is, I actually wanted to talk to you guys about how do you be, <laughs> uh, how do you be offensive and not be offensive? Like, how can you mm. be? All right. So if you're listening to this, you probably saw our slightly offensive bowling animations and uh, video that we did. Well, we did a second one. It should be coming out. In a week or so? Yeah, I think so. No, this before this. this, this, this oh, it's up before this. Oh, this oh it's, it's already out. It's already okay, out. It's coming, it's Sorry, already everybody. Out. <laughs> um, so, so how do you guys like? I actually find offensive humor like really funny, mm -hmm. which is like not a thing I broadcast at all. But like, <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you guys make something offensive and funny where it's not actually offensive? Like, what's I, the trick? I don't know, man. My only ideas were either like very lightly offensive or like i was gonna get canceled and i yeah. was like i i don't i don't want to come in hot like jordan <laughs> yeah 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 i don't well, do do not recommend we were joking about it but do you feel like there's actually a different scale for it in canada like is that just like is the whole perspective perspective of like I, oh canadians are nice like I, I actually do yeah i think i 
would think I think people are more easily offended in Canada. Maybe. Yeah. I think. Like, How yeah. dare you say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Because <laughs> I feel like you, and then England, I feel like would have would be able to stand even more than the U.S. Or do yeah. you think that perception is wrong? It depends where you are in England. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. There's the there's the posh sectors, and then there's the. Uh, the northerners and, I feel like, and the yeah. scousers. We like to have fun, the scousers. Yeah, there's yeah, some exactly. pretty dark British humor. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I certainly have a northern sense of humor. I, I love like offensive stuff or stuff that makes me gasp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I will follow it with a laugh, which I is can't what... believe someone would make that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's watch it again. Um, and yeah, I think the the balance is interesting because that, that was something I was thinking about this in the second iteration since I missed the mark on the first one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was you know, to... let me let me re reassess. And it almost feels like it it's all fine as long as it's in service of a rewarding punchline. Mm -hmm. You know? And I, I certainly dialed back the offensive on on my on my animation this time. Certainly in the context of everybody else's. I was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought everybody there was gonna be hard on this one. <laughs> I thought I thought given the response of the last one, uh that that there was gonna be a dial back. But it was such a ramp up. And then I was immediately sitting there thinking, I should have done more. I should have gone, I should have gone worse. Because well, like any any project, it's like if you do it again, you have to mm. push it. And the problem here is that pushing it is like in offensiveness. Yeah. So that you can't really like it's hard because we were already really towing that line last time. And then this time everybody's like, I guess we go a little harder. Yeah. And then it's like holocaust yeah. <laughs> yeah there's like two holocaust jokes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's it's a it's an interesting balancing act you know but yeah i i don't know I, i'm always i'm of the mindset that everything should be joked about yeah you know what i mean but it, it's, it's, it is a coping mechanism like yeah at yeah. the end of the day it's the way that humans way for us to deal with pain <laughs> yeah yeah it's true i think like the key is making it so ridiculous that it's totally clear that you don't yeah believe like i think the point of picking something extremely offensive is that like clearly nobody is like oh the holocaust was stupid you know yeah. so or you know whatever it is you know it's just like you have to be able to pick a subject where it's clear that you know, I'm just being, I'm, I'm doing this just for the sake of like bowling pins mm -hmm. are funny in this context because you know, why, why else would you do this? You well, know? that, yeah. yeah, that's the thing is like in an offensive animation to me, what is funniest is making the person bowling feel as guilty as possible for enjoying <laughs> just a very innocent pastime and making them not want to continue, which is the antithesis of what these things should be. They should like celebrate yeah. you and make you want to get back up there and try again. And the other side of that is where the humor is to me. And, uh, yeah, I, I think for me, though, it's it's being aware that, you know, the I guess the the application of that idea and your intention for doing it, your intention can certainly be removed when someone sees it out of context and being aware that, hey, they can associate you to this work without giving the context the proper appreciation, which is what makes it funny in the first place and instead makes it. Wow. You think that's OK? Yeah. For literally any walk of life, you can just say, you think that's OK? <laughs> to me, that's not okay. Yeah. And that there's everyone has a different and certainly there for that. There, I'm sure in the comments we haven't seen them yet, but there will be people yeah. who are yeah, like, there will be people is... who's like I mean there were in the last one. Yeah. Which is one of those things that's like, look, I get it, but it's like it's really hard. Like it's hard to take someone seriously when they get offended at one of our pulling animations. It's like, I know, I know it's offensive. That's why we yeah, that's the point. Yeah. It's the <laughs> it's like it's we can the, all do it. Like it's the context. Yeah. Like yeah. we're going yeah. into this context, like, okay. Everybody watching, we're doing this to specifically to be offensive. We don't actually support any of these things. Yeah. We're not we're not I making light of them. And I think when you call it out to be like this is specifically offensive, it like takes the power out of it too. Cause you're mm -hmm. like, man, we're joking about this. Like it's clearly we're not doing this in a malicious way. Yeah. You know, yeah. like Ren had the point of view, which I thought was interesting. It was like you have to go one step further beyond just taking a tragedy and putting bowling pins and bowling balls in that tragedy. Yeah. yeah. It's like that can be funny but you're really just getting shock humor and it's like when you can add one more joke to it somehow then it's like okay now we're getting there yeah a threshold of creativity besides yeah replacing the the twin towers with pins and yeah, yeah. a bowling ball playing and i i felt like yours did that very well because thank it was, you 
you know, we kind of all get, got it, the subject matter, but when the spared thing yeah, comes up, that was like, it's, that's the joke. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a pun. It's like the pun at the end of this super, like, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, what, what made me laugh about some of these is that they're, they were so open-ended. Like, we, we know what the intention was to display, yeah. but really, if you're getting upset about it, you filled in the blanks. Yeah. That's, you, the that's your that's, yeah. what Nico, that's what yours was yeah. my favorite. I was just like, <laughs> it, like nothing offensive happened in yours, but it's yeah. like the content, like if you like, you're like, Oh God, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. what happens the next day is offensive. Like, yeah. I was worried that actually like people didn't find mine, fun, mine funny. Cause there was no laughing until the final spared title hit the screen. Oh, it was so Because I think it was we were, just quiet. It was, like, it was all oh. build up. Like, Everyone's waiting going? like, oh no, or what's the... going to happen? And yeah. then yeah. it's like, it's almost actually kind of like a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> For one of them. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was so nice of that bowling pins friend to tell him not to come to school tomorrow to remind him it was a national holiday. Oh, I had actually assumed that there was a pop quiz that he found out about. Oh, so it's like, oh. that's where my mind went. Pretend you're six, you stay home because you need to study more. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where my mind went. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So <laughs> I, I don't know if this came across or came through, but my intention with the one step pushing it further was like, I don't know if you guys remember, like there's a, like the baby starts crying and that's what alerts the guy upstairs that they're down there and just having this like, ba- like you already know up yeah. front. It's like, okay, this is like, he's looking for them yeah and you're pushing in on this guy with the candle. And then the like, oh, there's a baby, and I'm it's like, that's what for me pushed yeah. it yeah. over the no, that, line. That definitely like bumps. Out there. Yeah. But yours too yeah. didn't show anything. He could have missed. He could have been aiming at a rat. Yeah, that yeah. was attacking the fan. I think Austin yeah. made yeah. a very good point. He was like shooting a hole in the ground Definitely. so that they, they were could stuck escape. in the basement. They were yeah. stuck I in the basement. That. Yeah. What's funny because yours is more or less a direct like reflection of the glorious bastards opening scene yeah no yeah, absolutely totally. i was like, literally i was looking at that when i was making the cabin yeah. like it's like if like, people oh. get offended with you doing that like do you get offended with quentin tarantino doing mm-hmm. it yeah they're both yeah. in services of entertainment mm-hmm. you know he's not making a dramatic documentary it's literally just a cool character introduction for hans Zelanda. you know yeah. it's like yeah <laughs> it's still using world war ii and the holocaust to tell like you know to tell a story and make entertainment and stuff do yeah. you, did you guys have... So I'm just saying, you're on the whole <laughs> yeah. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Dean and Quentin but... on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys have, like, a runner-up idea that you wanted to do? That Yeah. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> I wouldn't, I just, like, I would be canceled for it, I think. Oh, oh, oh you man. think so? No, I, I, maybe in Canada I'd be canceled. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Is it Canadian-themed? Well, yeah, okay, so someone had mentioned there's the whole... Oh god, it's so bad. There's should a- we wait? Wait, oh, should we? Should we save? Should it? we? I think maybe. I, 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 know, think I, I gonna like, save it. I think I'm gonna yeah, save it because I might. Like the offensive it. concepts you can only deliver them in bowling animation yeah. form. Yeah, right? so yeah. So if I use just, like artificial <laughs> maple syrup or something, it's like <laughs> that's exactly it. Was, um, it was, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Then if you know, if you guys want to see another bowling video, we'll <laughs> yeah. be able to bring those yeah. bring those to bear. Yeah. 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 I I just love that Ren went after you two. Yeah. It made me laugh because literally the most shocking parts of his were just a combination of your talking. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, he I'm must so have been glad. thinking, "Oh no!" Because we had the same joke. Also, like we both had the same thing, which is halfway through our animations, we both went, "Oh wait, that's not what a spare is." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spare's not when one is left over. <laughs> yes, it's not a spare so at all. True. Like, and I was like, "Screw it, I'm gonna use it anyways." And Ren did the exact same <laughs> yeah. thing. That's I great. honestly, Ren's was also one of my favorites because. His was so. If it had just been like which, the shower heads come down and all the pins fall down, <laughs> yeah, which, which it, it was. was, that would have been like Ren. That's not, dude. dude. But because this janky Liam Neeson comes running out, <laughs> and, like, arms, kicks go, the go, bowling, go. and it makes no sense because he's also a bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, I thought that was fun. and wacky sound effects and stuff. And again, yeah, they they all survive, so that's not a spare. Yeah, it's totally true. I didn't realize yeah. the jankiness. I mean, Sam said this, but the jankiness actually 
is most of the comedy. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I've uh one of rents from last time, I think the the JFK one went mm-hmm. super viral. And at the end, it ends with like this really janky animation of it putting its thumb up and it's like broken broken smile and stuff. And um, I think that's what people sort of remember about those bowling animations is the is the janky render style. And yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of yours, look very nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I that is a compliment. I wish I in the context. I wish I had rolled it back because I was like, I'm learning 3D. Like I'm gonna put all my freaking shaders on and stuff. But it would have been much better served by just being super janky. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing I have trouble with too. Is like, I do janky, but for some reason I want to pay attention to the animation too much. Which is what I just hear. Really good. Yeah. 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 I think you actually nailed the aesthetic though, because you you're using a lot of those as reference. Like the 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 uh, arm guy, the the arm arm guy. Yeah. The greasy legs and arms is straight out of those old animations. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like with the VHS filter and stuff, you like you really. But it's like you know when they're when they're hitting the kid when they're beating the kid (laughs) to death at the end. His little jiggle. Yeah. His little jiggle death scene. Like I spent too much time like really hand animating <laughs> the the motion of these wrenches and bats on the back to make sure that they perfectly aligned with the back stuff that no one would care about if it's clipping like who cares it's still funny but yeah i cared about that and i don't know why I so i think the, if we do it again yeah. i'm gonna really try to dial back yeah i went the complete opposite i was like i'm not allowed to adjust anything yes yeah, i was like if it's broken it's in like no and yep. i thought that was the funniest part yeah, was yeah. like the guys just kind of wandering around and then yeah. just slips off the roof and yeah stuff. and i was checking the different like like compilations of old bowling animations and there's like there you can see like an evolving like because the first the earlier ones are super janky and then yeah. there's more modern ones that i'm like oh that's actually doesn't look too bad they have mm-hmm. shadows and reflections and stuff mm-hmm. i was like i'm gonna go full jank on this yeah <laughs> like, yeah i love the blocky shadows like the yeah yeah sample shadow map yeah that was yeah. great how'd you go about doing that was that all in uh, blender? just blender ev just cranking everything to lowest possible it can go that yeah. Low. Yeah. I, like, I didn't I know like, it could go that low that's yeah. impressive yeah, it yeah. pretty There's, fun did you guys have that moment well i guess dean didn't because he did everything with nice rendering quality but do you have a moment of that question was like do i do shadows or not yeah 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 uh yeah my debate was on lighting i got to the point of lighting and i was like okay maybe i just do a couple point lights and i rendered a, like a still frame of it with no lights and that's basically what the final was. I was like, okay, no lights, no lights, no shadows. We're sending it out. And it actually worked pretty well. Yeah, considering. Yeah. The only reason I lit it was because the basement had to be dark. Right. And there had to be the candle to light the pins. So I was like, I can't do it just like super flat. Mm. That was the only reason. Yeah. Because um, you you were on uh, a little getaway when you did yours, right? Yeah, no, we we uh, were went up to San Francisco but I heard on a, on the Friday, I heard Nick mention like, hey, let's do bowling next week. Yeah. And I knew I'd be gone on Monday when you guys doing the kickoff. And I knew I had I had to edit videos anyway. Mm. So I wouldn't have had time. So I like we'd go out, hang out all day, get back at night and Ari would like go to sleep. And I'd be like, all right. <laughs> what do you say if she wakes up and sees you working on that? Well, You're like, literally I don't on know the- how you guys felt. She was a great barometer of like, I'm not pushing this too far which oh. although you said your girlfriend last time gave you the like signed off on it it wasn't a sign off it was like a first why why did you do <laughs> yeah, this yeah. because that's the thing when you get insulated with an idea you your exposure to it it becomes less offensive the more you're exposed to it it becomes less and less offensive you become desensitized to that idea oh, yeah. and so you know in the last iteration I continued to add. I was like, okay. But then I got used to that. And I continued to add and continued to add and continued to add. <laughs> and the one day, you know, duration that we were given for this one was great for that because I didn't keep looking at it and going, you know, it's not as bad as I remember. Like, let's make it a little worse. Well, yeah, make it worse. Right? Yeah. Becoming <laughs> desensitized to you your own work. desensitized 100%. So when I brought it in, I did a work, I worked from home on that. And, I, you know, <laughs> I was completely insulated with this idea and I brought it in and I think I showed it to you or griffin first and the reaction was not what i expected it was like yeah no i think what? it was me and i was like what are you doing it was like shouting yeah i thought i thought it was hilarious it, like in the context it's funny but yeah it's it's i was completely desensitized to the idea and so my girlfriend was the barometer afterwards right. i didn't show it to her until after everything oh. and then she's like ah i get it but you know maybe not the best call yeah. <laughs> and i was like oh okay, okay 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 having seen it now do you think it was like 
more offensive than some of the ones we did the second round though like no i i think it would have had the same problem as ren's first draft yeah. it's yeah. just kind of violent and you're like oh yeah and it's, it's like a bit bowling raw. yeah like, it's, it's just there's not much payoff on that one yeah, yeah. There, there there is but i don't know that i was great at crafting the joke of it like because yeah you know anyway yeah bowl again right so it's like (laughs) you know anyway uh, it's it's one of those things where yeah you you become so insulated and like immune to your own offensive thing i'm realizing i think the my favorite part of it is if it's super offensive like you're saying and the person gets desensitized is like watching their reaction to seeing other people be like what do you do (laughs) sam shocked me on this one it's it's like so layered like there's so many different reveals i'm like what sam Sam afterwards like ah yeah Yeah. and we're like sam (laughs) you can't do that he's like oh no it's fine (laughs) the the way you know he's talking about you know it's a metaphor and this that and the other and i was like oh was was the the go to metaphor and he's like he's like Oh yeah, no. <laughs> so is, funny. I'm not man. even sure Sam's ending is going to make it into the actual. Oh, oh you may need to cut that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Sam's I was my favorite one. No, yeah. mine's, mine's so funny. Absolutely. It was so layered. Why did he like, start? It wasn't he the first one to go. Yeah. Oh man. No, like, yeah. Was Fenner you, the first one to go? Uh, oh, yeah. You, yeah, was, no, yeah. You went first. Yeah. 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 Sa- yeah Sam was second. Sam was like, he couldn't. He couldn't sit on it any longer. I agree. I can't. I don't understand how he was able to craft such a long like yeah it had like particle sims yeah. like it's animated really nicely and he had like the you know the the guy going like this and the plane takes off it was like how did he do this yeah <laughs> full full rigid body body parts like yeah yeah it's very impressive yeah i was a big fan of that one he's been working on it for years and- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's finally relevant and he pulls it out there you go yeah it's so fun though i, I love those kinds of challenges i will say that you earned my respect when you crossed the line the first time we did this, you know, someone like had to knowing do it. that you like you had it in you. I was like, all right, yeah, all right. yeah. Don't I, I wanted to te- I wanted to tease what's what's deep down. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it it was again. I I didn't do it on purpose. I was just immune to my own, you know, <laughs> thing. But uh, but yeah, no, it's it's nice that that you that you have my back there. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not sure how much of your back I had because we still cut it from the video. Yeah, that's the right call. I, I regret nothing about it. I, I think it was the right call. Everyone made the right calls, except for maybe when I was making it. And that was yeah. maybe the one wrong call. But here we are. I feel We're like still if, alive. if we did a third one, we'd all nail it that time. Because I feel like we kind of have pushed both sides of like feeling out the space of it. Yeah. And then I feel like everybody would knock it out of the park. Yeah. The, the third time. it's funny on on this one i was even on the fence about killing the kid <laughs> <laughs> talk about getting weak right no <laughs> but uh you know the superhero lands i mean if you haven't seen it yet there's spoilers all over this thing i think so go watch it but uh you know i wanted to do like kind of a, a twist right so the idea of not knowing what you got you gutterballed your first one and then you think this second ball is coming in to save your turn mm-hmm. and just gets sh- like its brains blown out from behind it, drops to the ground, and then they beat the kid to death, too. It's like this <laughs> d- devastating thing that has happened. Double gutter ball. Yeah. And I was like, maybe they're all beating the superhero, but he's already had his head blown off. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you got to kill the kid because, you know, <laughs> don't take that out of the You got to kill the kid. Uh, yeah, because both your balls failed miserably. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I liked the idea of that one, but it certainly was less offensive, I think. It's the it's only one just... where the pins win. They get the yeah, upper hand. It's true. It's, true. it's, it's true. very yeah. In, yeah. empowering, inspiring. That's, and that's what I wanted to bring. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stories from the other side. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's so fun, though. So, changing topics from something nice and uplifting here. Mm. Um, I would argue that, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but the two of you experienced your first ever viral video. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that was, was crazy. Uh, yeah. Adam West Batman. It was a very cool moment coming in Monday morning. Yeah. And seeing Matt Reeves had reposted it and stuff. And that was nuts to me. Yeah. Because yeah. you do forget. You you forget the reach, right? Yeah. It, it honestly feels like you're just making stuff with friends. Yeah. And I I constantly forget the people outside of the office see it. It's so funny. I just forget. And then, yeah, stuff like this happens where the director of the Batman sees it and likes it. And, you know, we were talking the other day, like Adam West family. Yeah. Saw it. That was the and reposted it and liked it. And like, that's the coolest feeling in the world. You know what I mean? That's a direct impact. And 
yeah, when we were talking about the idea, you know, it's it's fun. It's a fun concept, certainly, but you never expect it to have legs like that. Yeah. You know? And for being Fenner's first, like, video <laughs> since he came full time, I'm like, what a start, man. <laughs> it was really cool. He just really peaked out the gate. So just, like I said, all here. downhill from here, yeah. <laughs> Rolling on down the hill now. You're looking for that dopamine hit, <laughs> yeah. never finding it. Yes. Chasing the uh, Batman dragon. <laughs> yeah, it's legit, legit. But I feel like in context of just talking about, like, not quite nailing this you know concept of offensive like you guys nailed putting him in there and having it be you know we're making fun of it but also it ends on this note of no this is actually pretty badass and cool yeah and and then you know the in loving memory thing at the end um the fact that his family saw it and was like this is respectful of him yeah while still being super funny and goofy right yeah i didn't want um, it to feel like we're making fun of anybody certainly that was not the intention and matt did an awesome job with the edit to where it was a perfect balance of funny and then just leads into just really badass stuff you know with the the batmobile and the cop there and matt showed us the edit once he got the like to the batmobile soundbite in there i was Mm -hmm. like this is cool like this is awesome yeah (laughs) it does hit that it hits a note where like this is actually really cool and i would really enjoy a superhero movie like this and i feel like I feel like the trick would be you have to have your superhero movie be kind of gritty. You have to have it be like real and grounded. You have to have all your villains be like real villains. But then like Batman needs to be aware that he has plot armor so he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like that once that once you flip that switch for Batman, just like I'm going to do whatever the heck I want. because I'm Batman. Come on, Robin. Let's go save the day. And it's like yeah. and then they like start murdering. these <laughs> villains. Yeah, yeah. Like it gets really intriguing and fun. I mean, it's a little bit of like the Deadpool. Yeah, I was going to say a little Deadpool there, but yeah, well, one yeah, punch and, man. Yeah. yeah, one punch man <laughs> yeah. also. In a way, there's an argument that in that trailer, Batman is the psychopath. Yeah, because he's yeah. there. He's frying this guy like smoke is coming out of his eyes. He's getting cooked from the inside out. And it cuts around. He's just going la 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 la. He's just like buying <laughs> this guy to death. Yeah, yeah, it is a funny like juxtaposition between the two. Although things. that does, I think the new. Have you guys all seen the new Batman? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. But you can well, spoil it. I don't care. Oh, okay. Well, it does come through like sort of that he is. It's the first Batman movie where Bruce Wayne is a little unhinged and yeah. not. He's not really sure what he's doing. He's yeah. kind of just going out reliving this trauma of his parents dying you know they there's um i've seen it like three times now so i'm just like <laughs> freaking dying to talk but they go back to the bat cave and you see bruce wayne here and like he's kind of like shaking and his eyes are turns red. down the nirvana <laughs> yeah he's listening to nirvana <laughs> it's um that seemed to me the fact that he's actually listening to it you're like oh that's hilarious yeah like, he's got the eye pain it's so like running angsty. down his face um yeah. i liked his like narration of like his journaling being like he doesn't know what he's doing and he's yeah. like he's like Which is just out all night I'd straight like out of i don't know if you guys have read the, the frank miller comics that he did of batman year one yeah that's straight out of batman year one it's like bruce wayne he's just he's just wandering around the city being like and he calls the he calls criminals the element like mm. the, you know and he's like in, he's in a war he's like going out every night like like it's a like he's a soldier and it's uh i feel like the new movie really captured that but sorry that's like your no your understanding like your knowledge well when it comes to these things blows me away oh dude this scene in the crew co- <laughs> it's like crew that's all legit on the spot like, he just has the information <laughs> drop all that yeah. dc comics knowledge. i think i said this on another podcast but i sometimes wish that i when i was a kid i had put my points into like an instrument or something mm-hmm. else but it was just like dc comics <laughs> and, and star wars it was like that's yeah. you know so but yeah, I think it's funny with the 60s Batman because, I mean, clearly we're goofing around in the crew video. We know the original series was a comedy. Yeah, Like it was course. supposed to be uh, goofy, but um, which is funny because I saw a lot of comments of people saying that, uh, well, what about George Clooney? You know? <laughs> yeah. that, the famous nipple Batman. Yeah, nipple yeah. Batman. Yeah. But um, I feel like people also don't get that that movie is a remake of the adam west series mm-hmm. i didn't, I didn't know that. get that when i was young i just thought it was another yeah, superhero dumb. movie wow yeah. i didn't actually know that until right now yeah huh i will say of all the batman movies that came out the second tim burton batman nailed the aesthetic for me more than any other batman has one with danny devito as penguin yeah. Mm. yeah yeah yes like arguably not as strong of a movie as some of the other batman movies but like that vibe just like 
yeah weird like carny kind of yeah. almost like yeah yeah like you feel like the city was a character it's the like in a way it hits that comic book vibe without like being a modern comic book movie right mm. it's like gotham city it's not new york city it's gotham city yeah. i felt, I felt yeah. like the new one gets a bit of that back like you yeah. kind of gotham has like its own personality and stuff a little bit but yeah. it's definitely still modern but... mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely not like because i feel like the nolan films were is Chicago. Yeah, you exactly. know? Yeah. yeah. It's New York City. It was just Chicago. Except for the, the first one, Batman Begins, there is, I think it's the Warrens, like that area where Scarecrow releases all the mm-hmm. toxic fumes and stuff. That feels, I know Nolan was very inspired by Blade Runner and that area was, was all designed. It wasn't like a real area of a city. Mm-hmm. And that felt very, like this is a unique space. But yeah, I feel like the new movie really is like gotham is a character in this film you know it's a place where these characters it's a world you know mm-hmm. and um there's like always locations. raining <laughs> yeah always <laughs> raining like people are like yeah the first scene where he's like beating up those guys it, the rain is like they're all soaked yeah but you know that kind of yeah it's a little heightened but um is it the michael keaton one with the neck the no neck bat suit that one and the George Clooney one. Yeah. Uh, George Clooney also has no neck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What, yeah. It's, and they look up like, like oh, like it's they so can't wildly turn. upsetting yeah. to me yeah. seeing that. Yeah. 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 I watched a smash cut of just, uh, I think it was the Michael Keaton one, where it's just a collection of him turning. So, <laughs> it's like two and a half minutes of him just turning. And he just can't well, do it without his shoulders. <laughs> and it's so weird. Like, why did they design it like he, that? He's coming, like, Keaton's coming back for the new Flash movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he'll be able to move his neck in that? Or are they going to keep no, the... they'll keep it. <laughs> That's awesome. The thing is, in the movie, they acknowledge it's a rubber bat suit. Because remember, there's a scene where he rips off the yeah. cowl. And it's like he's just ripping off a rubber cowl. And he has a whole room of costumes. So you, you think, like, Every night when he takes off this costume, does he just rip it apart? He, <laughs> has, he has a giant room of Batman costumes. Um, but but yeah, it's it's funny because they tried to solve that problem in Dark Knight mm-hmm. because it is actually a plot point where he is like, I can't move in this suit. The suit from Batman Begins and Lucius makes him the new suit, which is kind of the classic suit. It has like the big bulbous head. Yeah, I always thought it looked a little wacky, you know, mm-hmm. It looked a little, a little like hockey pads, you know, like yeah. that line. I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's a really cool solution with the new one because, you know, superheroes silhouette is so important, like the graphic mm-hmm. nature of it. And the new film, he has there's no neck piece that limits his motion, but there's a, a sort of collar yeah. that goes up high. So you still get the silhouette. You get the silhouette of oh, like cool. the you know the straight down head yeah. to the yeah. shoulders, but his his neck is free inside of it. And I yeah. was like, oh, that's the really Robert great. Pattinson silhouette's super similar to the Adam West one as well, like in the yeah. cowl and everything, and it even has a little nose flap. Like mm. it's really cool. Yeah, like, that, yeah, that was also interesting because uh, a lot of the the cowls they'll do like it'll be very gothically designed to look like a demon mm-hmm. and this one it was very is almost like he had bought this cowl somewhere mm-hmm. and then put ears on it like yeah. it, it was just sort of a very simple thing i do feel like a lot of the batman films have just really been trying to capture the magic of the animated series oh, which dude. nailed batman yeah. perfectly yeah you I mean, that defined batman for me mm-hmm. you can't nail it harder than that yeah it's just it's the perfect balance of the comics like every version of Batman is kind of in there a little bit because yeah. he's, you know, he's a superhero. He's not, he's not some messed up psychotic guy, which is like the Frank Miller version, but they still, you know, I think there's a famous thing like the first few seasons, they, uh, instead of drawing on white paper or they yeah, drew on, the on black oh, paper. Wow. And so basically bringing out the light, mm-hmm. but like the idea is that it's always dark you so know awesome wow yeah that's cool and also like drawing batman so you can't see his feet so he glides like a ghost hmm. most of the time you just see his cape kind of s- slide along the ground yeah yeah i'd love it if they threw him on a furniture dolly in the live action actually a bat one wheel would be so sick yeah. like if it was like yeah. decked out 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was one thing I loved about the new movie is that all his gadgets were like practical. Like instead yes. of having the bat wings, he just had a like a squirrel suit and yeah. he like yeah. eats shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that was great. And he, yeah, he, there's the shot of him getting up to jump off with the squirrel suit and he, he looks down. He's like, <gasps> yeah, like, like him hesitating. It's not and being like, like um, you know, cause there's a, you know, the scene in Dark Knight where he does the glider, glider for the first time. And Christian Bale's Batman is very stoic. He's, mm-hmm. You know, he's, he knows what he's doing. He's he's like, I've committed to this mission of saving Gotham. But this this version of Batman is like, oh, I guess I'm going to jump off this building now. You know, like, yeah, it was that uh, whole scene is so good. He's running through the police station. And he just looks like he has no idea what he's doing. Like, gosh, where he's going. Was so, so good. good dude. Yeah. That, Matt, Matt Reeves was talking about how it's all it's for this Batman. He's just barely getting out of every situation yeah. which yeah. is so much more exciting yeah. and his his use of extras there like in the, especially in the police station like oh yeah so good like it was almost like they were an avalanche wherever he was running whatever door he was going through it was just and all these bodies like so many extra bodies and it made it so intense that like every step you take that is now shut behind you yeah and it's like this this avalanche that's following you up the stairs to where you only have one way out as the avalanche like crescendos over the side of the building and he jumps like that was one of my favorite scenes from the whole film yeah jan jan was talking about how the one element that we've lost in modern batman films though is the detective part of batman yeah this one has that this one is like you haven't seen it yeah that's right yeah yeah this one is like a honestly it feels like a fincher david fincher like yeah seven or you know uh zodiac mm. i mean the the riddler's basically a serial killer you yeah. know and he leaves notes for batman and so bat and there's ciphers and like mm-hmm. yeah most of it is him figuring out <laughs> i love mystery. that he's also like an influencer <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like yeah, my favorite yeah, scene yeah. but it's the phone he's like what's up guys yeah it's, it's me the riddler and you're like yeah. what is that some w's in the chat like <laughs> yeah seriously he's like it's, that like on it it's it's very disturbing. It's like truly yeah. disturbing because yeah. it was, I think, the the most realistic Batman villain in terms of he's just a nihilistic sort mm-hmm. of like wants to get revenge on everyone. Yeah, and you know, there's been a lot of stuff with the you know the January sixth thing, and it, I you know they probably started making this movie way before that happened, obviously, yeah. and it was just you know there's just certain threads in there where you're like oh it's kind of you know QAnon stuff that's and- yeah that's what it was like hitting on it was like him being like this like QAnon kind of th- and you're like oh this is like kind of hitting close to home a little bit like, <laughs> you're like i know this is a batman movie but this is kind of dark like yeah yeah no and it yeah and it was still PG13 but it definitely felt like the by far the darkest mm-hmm. yeah batman movie. and the friggin uh, makeup on the penguin Oh, so good. I had no idea who played that role. I thought that was just a guy. I didn't. I didn't think twice. I don't know if you've seen any Colin of the Farrell, images. Right? Colin Farrell. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you've seen any images of the makeup. I have, but it's yeah, like unrecognizable. Yeah. Completely. I was. Like, I remember. I was sitting there. Phenomenal performance as the Penguin, and I remember like leaning over to my girlfriend. I was like, "Who is that guy?" I he's really good. Yeah. Like he has a future in this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they have me fooled. I love the little scene where his like ankles are handcuffed and he does a little penguin waddle. Yeah. I, was oh, yeah, like, yeah, I was like, yeah, nice. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> there were much more of those little notes in it where I felt like the Nolan films were like, it's Batman and that's it. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. in a crime movie, everything else is real. There's a guy in a bat suit, and that's it. But I felt like this movie that was a lot more respectful of the source material. Yeah. You know, where it was like, it would give you little moments like that where it's like, yeah, he's a penguin or like, you yeah. know, stuff like that, which what, I thought was cool. They, uh, they just announced the, the sequel officially at CinemaCon oh, yeah. just this week. Oh, yeah. Like, what do you guys think that's going to be like? Guys? Cause I think Joker, right? it's well, Joker, Joker. Yeah. And then up. I think Mr. Freeze as well. Mr. Freeze would be really cool. I feel like they, have you know going back to the animated series that's one of the best episodes of the animated series is um i'm trying to remember the title it one of like, mr Freeze like trying to save his wife or whatever yeah it's and the it, story about how he lost her they they were the it was the first time the animated series was the first time the mr freeze had been done as like a um what do you say sympathetic villain mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you know because otherwise he'd just be he's crazy scientist with a yeah. freeze gun but in the animated series, the idea is that he and they, they did this in the Schumacher film, I think, is his wife has this like rare disease. Mm-hmm. And so he basically has her in like cryo freeze and is trying to save her. And then basically an accident. It's like a Spider-Man villain. It's an accident happens. And then he's like, 
you know, now I basically have to rob places to be able to find this cure, like mm -hmm. get, get enough money to find this cure. And I feel like they could do a cool version of it. I don't know that this, that this version of Batman is heightened enough to have like a freeze gun though. Right. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I wonder if he just goes like, well, the whole, the whole thing with like the city being flooded now as well. And like, I wonder yeah. if they just go hard. He's got like a liquid nitrogen kind of like gun or something. Yeah. And like, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I don't know. Cause that's, that's also an interesting element is that I guess spoilers, the city's Whatever. flooded now. Um, and there's, there's a lot of storylines in the comics where I think this is what they're going to do in the next film is basically Gotham. I think it's called Batman No Man Land. It's like Gotham declares a state of emergency because of, in the comics, it's earthquakes. I think now they'll do, do the flood. But basically, you know, nobody can get into the city. And so the villains cut, like carve out little areas of the city as their turf. Oh, that's cool. You know? Yeah. And you, you even see it at the end. The penguin is kind of like taken over his spot. Yeah. I feel like the Joker will break out because we see the Joker at the end. Yeah. Um, I think... I don't know if you guys heard of the, the Court of Owls. There's like a, a very a newer storyline that um, was written by this guy, Scott Snyder and artist Greg Capullo. And it was the first like new Batman story where they introduced new mythos where everybody was like, oh, this is so cool. It's mm. basically like a secret society that of Gotham elite that they all wear these like owl masks and basically it's been a while since I read it, but they basically resurrect. They're like zombie ninjas, basically that these, cause you know, owls hunt bats. Mm. And so the idea is that Batman thinks he knows this city inside out. This is his city, but there's actually some deeper, darker underbelly. Mm. And that's, awesome. that's like in uh, game of Thrones with the golden mask peeps. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. The secret society. That's oh, cool. Yeah. I like that, man. I love Batman. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's, did you guys so ever good. see that one episode from the animated series where it starts off with uh, Batwoman dying? I don't know. Oh, with Batgirl. That. Yeah, Batgirl falls Batgirl, off the building. Yeah, she dies, and then the Commissioner Gordon sends all the police to like hunt down Batman and find the cave and everything. Yeah, like Nighthawk, like it's shot down. And, yeah, like, yeah, it's dude. Yeah. yeah, that the twist. The twist is that it's the Mad Hatter. I think working with uh, Scarecrow. Yeah, not. Tapping into Batman and making him having a nightmare, but making Batgirl have a nightmare where she realizes that she's taking these risks with her life, but she's doing it secretly and she could end up harming her family around her with them losing her as she does this dangerous stuff. And she's never told them the truth about what she does. And then she has like a heart to heart with her dad, Commissioner Gordon. He's like, look, you can do whatever you need to do. You're my daughter. I trust you, et cetera. And it's like, it's a yeah. really wholesome message, but it starts off literally with like main characters dying and you're just like ah it's yeah. such a good episode for an animated series and like it's just so cool watching because gordon and batman like especially in the new film it's like you see how you know tight-knit those guys are and the whole episode is gordon is hunting down batman to yeah. arrest him and he knows he's bruce wayne so like there's no there's no hiding like the bat cave they kick in the door that's and awesome they're like getting just out on like the bat boat or something yeah and yeah, no, that's like one of my favorite um, episodes. And that's what's cool in the comics. And I think they're doing more in the movies now is in the in the comics, they call them Elseworld stories where they could ju they just say, here are the characters. Here's your, you know, here's your set of toys. Do whatever you want. And do um, that to get Joaquin Phoenix's Joker into the new Batman, you know? Yeah. Because they're technically different. Time. Like, you know, Joaquin Phoenix, his Joker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the Robert Pattinson Batman. They're at different times. Yeah. You know, but like say, screw it, put them in the same movie. Yeah, they you know? could do that. Well, so they do. They do set up a new, a new Joker. A new to Joker. Kind of box yeah. themselves in there. Which yeah. I, I wasn't a hundred percent on board with. I kind of, I was hoping it would be Walking Phoenix Joker because that would be. I felt like they would have fit in the same universe. Those two. Yeah, almost. they would have. Yeah. I guess like the the whole Thomas Wayne stuff is very yeah. core to this movie yeah. and it's very different than how they mm. did it in joker yeah that's true and also the ages would be different batman like that movie takes place in like the 70s i think yeah i hope it just stays its own thing because this is kind of what i'm talking about is it's like a one they shot should just, kind of thing, yeah they right? just yeah. tell like here's a joker story and it has it there's no continuity like we're so you know with marvel yeah it's i think one of the things the problems with the marvel movies is that they're so connected yeah. you know it's like it gives you what was i watch? like there was some marvel movie i went to see recently and i'm like i realize i'm only sitting here to see who shows up <laughs> like this movie is really and this new doctor strange movie i'm gonna go in there and be like all right 
who's going to show up? Yeah. You know, and that's like the whole, that is all your excitement of it comes like, oh, there's Deadpool, you know, like. What multiverse can we jump into? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Well, and it's so crazy too, because the animated series, what if you were like, oh, okay, cool. Finally, they're doing something that's like stand And then it's like, no, that's now tying into the actual like films and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what? They didn't even like, what? (laughs) No, that's the. It's just if now. Yeah. It's just like if. (laughs) No, literally like this, the show, the premise was each episode is a one shot what if you know this happened and then they just they did, did could they go do did they do the zombies one in what if they did yeah, yeah. no like and the it, actual marvel zombies were like uh, the avengers are zombies yeah, kind of there's like yeah. basically they set it up there's like a um from the microverse which is where ant-man like he can okay. shrink down yeah, the microverse the there's this a like, quantum like zombie virus and it infects everybody and it's a cool episode yeah but what they do at the end of the series i guess spoilers for everybody is they take characters from each episode and they're like, oh, this all exists in the multiverse. And then they bring them together mm-hmm. and then they do something. And now I think in the new Doctor Strange movie, the Doctor Strange from that episode will be in the new movie. Yeah. Oh, and and so on the poster, you can see Captain Britain's shield and stuff. Mm. And like, oh, in on the poster for Multiverse of Madness. Oh, wow. So really? it's like they're going to bring in full on characters like that aren't even Doctor Strange. And you're like, oh, what? Like, which, pa- even which part that? of me is like, <laughs> Because it's, it's like, I watched this thing, uh, and I think that's the key to the Marvel thing is, for the fans, is like, yeah. I've invested in this, and now it gets to pay off where, I guess essentially it's just you get to be like, I saw it first. I mean, you know, I'd I watch it on Disney Plus in a heartbeat, but I probably won't go to the theater for it. Yeah. Oh, for They Multiverse are playing the Avatar 2 trailer at the beginning. Oh, no way. Yeah. The Way of Water, I think is what it's yeah. called. Yeah. When is that coming? Someone's out? like, get somebody that looks at you the way James Cameron looks at a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> it it looks very cool. From the snippets I've seen. Didn't they do oh. like? Oh, oh. you've seen snippets? Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there was that oh video. My God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've not. I've seen nothing. Nothing. Yeah, there you go. He's just saying it looks cool. Yeah. It looks neat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. Um, I'm sure we can all safely say it looks cool. Yeah. 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 The papyrus font looks great. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. What a bold they choice. They got to bring it back. I hope so. I hope it's if like don't. amped up papyrus. Like, like it is 3D word art papyrus. You've seen that SNL skit, right? It's like, how so can somebody good. get away with this? Yeah. Just using papyrus for a movie logo. <laughs> for the biggest movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> is, um... Is like the whole original cast is, is like Sam, Worth- them, yeah. Sam Worthington and mm-hmm. Jake Sully. Sigourney Weaver. What has Sam Worthington done? Since I don't know. That first like the, the gods of oh, yeah, Egypt? Clash, of Titans. Oh, Clash of Titans or something. Which actually, that movie's not that bad. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, coming back from Vegas, um, Nick was like, we were listening to a, a podcast, a hardcore history podcast, and it was talking about this uh, this battle that happened between like uh, Mark Antony and like Octavius in like Mediterranean. He's like, you know, no one ever saw Ben Hur, like the 2016 version, it just kind of flew under the radar. But he's like, there's this one boat fight scene that's really good. And we pulled it up. And it's actually really cool. It's, you know, they did a lot of ship ramming back then when they're fighting. Awesome. And so they have this whole scene, but it stays in under the boat with the slaves the whole time. Whoa. So it's them just like being told, like, oh, roll faster, you're gonna die. And they roll really fast and like they hit something, and he's like, Great. And like he's looking at this little hole in the side, just trying to see what's happening. And you see some stuff in the ships. And they at one point they get rammed. And just it's always inside the boat, including like when they get rammed and when it sinks. And it's just like so awesome. I love when like a director does a choice like that where you're like, we're not going to show you. Like you're going to know what's happening. It's like people board the ship, but they're on the deck. So you only see like blood and like oil fall down to the thing. So good. Like, yeah, that's I feel like that is what makes a big VFX film. That's what the only thing that can bring you into it is like seeing it from the perspective yeah. of the characters. I think John mm-hmm. Favreau talks about it on the Mandalorian. He's, he's like, you know, we now have the ability to do anything. It's very important that every shot is shot with a quote real camera. Yeah. Like, is this a helicopter? Is this, you know, if they're out in the ocean, is it another ship that's filming? Like, you can't. The second, I think the Pacific, the second Pacific Rim movie was super guilty of yeah. this. It's just like yeah. cameras moving freely. Mm-hmm. And now scale doesn't mean anything, you know. Yeah, um, if you don't have that restraint, it takes away from it. Like, it's like you can do too much of a good thing, you know, or you're like, we can put the camera anywhere. And you're like, yeah, but I don't. But don't should you? Yeah. Like, yeah, should you? Yeah. So with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> yeah. I think the big struggle, too, with like being able to do mega VFX now for films is like, it's really not about your spectacle. It's about your hype. 
Like, yeah. what's the most hype scene you can make, and then mm. what's the coolest hype twist? It's like, it's like a good WWE match. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, cool. You can do a big flip, but what's the hypest thing that happens? The Undertaker just came out of his motorcycle. Yeah. Like, you know, Hell like, yeah, you brother. need that shit thing going <laughs> yeah. on. And that's, uh, and again, back to Marvel, it's like that's what they do really well. Yeah. Is yeah. like Captain America gets the hammer. That was like yeah. three yeah. years ago this week or something. When that movie <laughs> that, came out. That moment that he got the hammer. Yeah, him getting the hammer. Do you that remember yeah. that really snippet cool. from uh, when James Young was here, where he talked about that one scene when they're all like having a little like sit down, they're taking turns trying to lift the hammer. Yeah, yeah. and like Captain America moves it a Nushes little bit. It, yeah, and he's like, he actually was able to lift it, but he purposely stopped yeah. lifting it to not embarrass yeah. Thor. It's like, like that's such a nice, he's so humble. Like, yeah, it's yeah, such a good character moment that like whooshed over my head. I thought he just it was heavy. He just moved it a little bit. I didn't realize like, oh, he just immediately was able to pick it up and just stops himself so yeah. like he doesn't embarrass the payoff of that like that moment yeah. in the theater that's one of the coolest moments yeah. i've experienced in the theater and like everyone just losing it and, and the like, score it's like yeah it's because and that's i mean i don't even though i'm saying like you know marvel thing is kind of formulaic whatever like i don't regret that it's the way things are now with giant hollywood movies because it's like you know, we've never gotten this, like the amount of time to spend time with these characters because yeah. like comic books are soap operas. They're like serialized, uh, long form storytelling. Yeah. And if, you know, I was saying like those doing the DC movies as one-offs, but there is something so satisfying about watching these characters go on this entire yeah. journey. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and that's, that's, we've never seen that in the theaters before. So it's just, it takes those, you know, like a hype moment in Breaking Bad where something pays off after so long. Yeah. You're watching that by yourself at home like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you're in a theater. I the, the uh in Westwood there's uh there's the uh Fox Theater or I'm trying to remember the name. The we call it the Bruin Theater. And it's twelve hundred seats. And that's where oh, I wow. saw that's wow. where I saw Infinity War. Oh, come oh, on now, man. dude. That's and awesome. It's just everybody's ah. <laughs> it's like a concert. Night. Like you're just yeah. like, yeah. And that's that is like the way to experience those movies. Their yeah. culture. It's the only you think about it. It's one of the only things we have left that is a mass cultural experience. Yeah. Everything else is so atomized, yeah. you know? Yeah. Getting into a, a theater with a bunch of people screaming and cheering with you is like, that's an unrivaled experience. I went and saw RRR, which is this Bollywood, Hollywood movie. I to see that, dude. It's, it's, <sighs> it's out of theaters, I think, right now, at least here. It might be in some theaters in the U.S., but when the moment's on the streaming, we're going to have a party here. <sighs> Come on. Yes. Let's go. Yeah, I need so to watch it. It's that good, good, huh? It's, we talk about hype moments, right? And just like, because they have their special effects. They have all the things. But she's like, that's a film that understands like that anime payoff. It's yeah. like how to hit you hard. Just like Attack on Titan hits you. It's like, how do you hit them so hard that people start clapping spontaneously? Yeah. 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 You have yeah. to do it in a group setting, too. Because like yeah. I, I thought about going solo to see it. And I thought about going with a friend. No, you couldn't go. And I'm like, man, it's got to be. Yeah. That, so to have it here would be fantastic. Well, so we watched one time we watched a Bollywood film here, Saho. Yeah. Oh, it was so fun, dude. Which is, yeah, it's the same thing where uh, that one was because you guys watched that on the yeah. React and Saho is like not a good movie. No, but it's so like <laughs> it's so hype. It's so hype still because mm. it's just the the reveal. It's like you're talking about. It's yeah. all about the reveal. Yeah, and it's the same thing if you lean into it as a viewer. Suspension mm -hmm. of disbelief. Yeah, if you just enjoy. With it. Same with wrestling. It's the exact yeah. same thing. Like if you lean into it and you know. Scott's back back in my day. Scott Steiner comes out to challenge Booker <laughs> T. I'm going, ah! and I remember they had a match, and and we were on Team Booker T all day, and, and no one thought he was going to win, and Booker T pulled it off, and my brother went for a high five, and he slapped my hand so hard, I was scree it was awful pain, and I looked at him, and I remember totally meaning this. I said it was worth it. I said that as my hand was just a total blistering. It's like that kind of hype for something that doesn't matter if you don't care about it. Like just committing to caring about it. Yeah. Well, what's the best part? Is it the reveal or is it when the lights go down and the, they start flickering on and off and you're like, where's it going to be? Like that moment yeah. where there's the no moment where you're more locked into yeah, what you're watching. The world yeah. just opens up and it's like anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah. And you get excited. That's uh, Bollywood, man. So good. So, so good. I personally prefer it to Hollywood. I'm just going to yeah, say that. Yeah, me too. Unfortunately, there's like a lot of jank, but when the jank goes away and a couple of the, like, and it comes together and it's not distracting, mm -hmm. it's so good. But man, that, that one movie that you reviewed, I can't remember what it was called, but where they replaced the guy and made him smaller. Yeah. Oh, so impressive. That is some of the most impressive work I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I still don't understand how they did it or yeah. why they did it. 
Copious hire a smaller person. <laughs> yeah. Step one: hire a smaller person. But yeah. like well, the level of talent. Apparently, is... the actor is the one who paid for the movie and owns the VFX company. Oh wow! So, so he's just like, I want to do this, and I, I want to be team. small. I want to be yeah. <laughs> yeah. me. He's yeah. like in India. He's like Tom Cruise plus Brad Pitt. Yeah. In oh, terms dang, of fame son. level. Okay. Yeah. So he's just. I thought you were so going to say in terms it. of height. <laughs> <laughs> he's so he's like seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah, it's so impressive, some of the stuff. So RR, the fact that you, th- you say it's, like, legitimately fantastic I mean, on Freddie all levels. and I were just raving about it yesterday, and we got together. This is, so this is dance number in the middle called, are they, it's a song called Not Too, Not Too. I guess Not Too means, like, homegrown. Like, the scene starts, like, they're in this British palace, and there's this whole, like, colonialism, like, re- revolution thing, and, like, and these two Indian dudes are there, and one guy's, like, a country bumpkin, and, like, his buddy is, like, a cop, like, a little more refined. But, you know, they're in the British palace, so, like, they're just being looked down upon, and, like, you know, they're doing their waltzes and stuff like that, and this one guy, like, walks in, like, what are you two doing here? What do you guys know about culture? Can you do the tango? Can you do the waltz? And, like, each time he busts out an example, and, like, that guy knows how to dance. Like, oh, he's got some moves. And these guys, like, yeah. And, like, and then, can you do Natu Natu? And they just bust out this hard (laughs) Indian dance song, but, like, it doesn't go into full music video mode. It stays almost like a Disney film where it's all in story, Right. and they're, like, challenging this guy, but, like, and then, like, the lyrics of the song are about how, like, being homegrown and like knowing your roots like that's where real power comes from mm. so it's like doing the whole disney thing with the message and, you know they're doing a choreography and then partway through like towards the end it shifts and it shifts from it being like we're choreographed and singing to like now we're back in reality we don't know the words to the song anymore we're still dancing but we're not choreographed dancing and now it's like a dance battle to see who can keep doing this dance move the longest and who has the energy to like challenge each other. And it's like That's now the awesome. British versus these two Indian guys in a big circle just doing this move over and over. And like that shift from like song and like world building to now full on character like like fighting. But in the, the world of the song, like I haven't seen any other Indian movies do that. Like they're always, cool. you know, music videos yeah. pause yeah. back to the story. Yeah. Whereas yeah. now it's like, OK, now we're still now we're back in the movie song still going. And yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I find the the like let's cut to just a random music video to yeah. be kind of lazy. And I feel even some American musicals kind of do that where they don't they don't balance like, okay, what does this song do in this in the terms of these characters in this world? Like, is this a dream? Is this uh you know is this actually in the world yeah. of the story? Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, yeah, you know, movie I thought did that really well was Rocket Man. Like, oh, I, I haven't seen it. It's like. I went in kind of low expectations and I was like, wow, like I don't really like musicals at all. And I was like, this is really good. Like, cause they do the context of like, it starts to get weird and surreal, but you're like, okay, it's him being on like drugs or something. Right. And like, yeah. And it's done very well. And you're just like, the transitions are like, there's this, he's singing like the finale of rocket man and he shoots off in a rocket. And then <laughs> the next is him waking up like all like hung over on the plane. And like, it's the rocket goes up and hits the plane and then he's just there and you're like, <laughs> Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's cool. Cool. Yeah. It's well done. Like, cause, it's thoughtful, isn't it? It's yeah. like there's intention behind it. It's not, yeah, just, it's it's like not nice, an appendix in the movie. It's like, yeah, it's great <laughs> transition moments. Like yeah. and well done. Like it was very cool. Yeah. I saw I saw In the Heights, which was the Lin Manuel, like at the first musical mm-hmm. he did. Mm-hmm. And they did the movie and it was it was kind of the opposite where the whole movie is like the sing talking mm-hmm. that they do in like Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So it it for in a film that's really never worked for me is where the whole movie is like there it's like yeah. when, when is the song <laughs> yeah. so and there's no yeah there's no really delineation between like when like they're suddenly they're walking on the side of a building gravity doesn't work and then they're still sing talking but it's normal now mm-hmm. and that yeah i feel like american films sometimes have a difficult time with the with the music well, I mean, we've kind of given up on our musical roots yeah. for a lot of stuff. You know, like obviously musicals are still around here and there, but like it's not like it was in the 50s or 60s where it's just like you just have dance numbers and like mm-hmm. every movie, like that's how they get their spectacle. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like a whole marketing thing over in India. It's like you need to have your music video so it can go up on T series. Like you need to have it divided into certain parts and you have all your regions covered. And like there's all these like different things they hit for like how their movies get marketed versus over here. I just yeah. love it. It feels like that as a community, they've just all decided that whatever you want to do, yeah, you can do it. You know how it's they introduce fun. one of the characters in that film? I mean, both character introductions are amazing, but so there's one, they're in a riot, right? He's a cop and like they're on a little outpost surrounded by like 100,000 people and they are like on the verge of rioting. They're shaking the fences. They shake the fence so hard and all the cops like stumble back except for one. 
and a guy throws like a rock and like it breaks the picture of like the chief consulate of like this colony and the guy's like i want that man arrested and he's like guys like in the middle of like a million people riding this guy's like and he goes into the crowd and he gets the guy <laughs> and he brings him back and that's how they introduce one of the characters and the movie never goes down from there it only goes that's up. awesome <laughs> it's so good it's so good the storytelling is just so good like yeah and it's all fundamentals. There's nothing like super crazy and new. It's just all fundamentals of filmmaking mm-hmm. storytelling just executed well. And it's like, oh, right. You can make movies like this. Still. Yeah. yeah. The the, sta- the standout example to me is, you know, the they're attacking the city. And you're probably intimately familiar with this one where, <laughs> you know, the men with the shields. Yeah. They pull down the coconut tree or whatever, whatever the heck that thing was. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they like, launch themselves yeah. as like a cannonball of shields. Like, yeah. That is so, so cool, man. Yeah. Yes, and then, yeah. like I, I found myself so many times watching American films, going, "I know where this is going." Okay, I know they're at the low point. Okay, and now I, okay, we yeah. got about thirty minutes left. They're gonna bring it back up. And okay, <laughs> oh, resolution, fantastic. Okay, let's go home. And this is like at any moment, it feels like anything could happen. Oh, this one's this one's four hours. Okay, hmm. I'll begin. And yeah. like and twenty minutes in, there's this crazy, yeah, this yeah, eight twists. You know, inside of one twist, and like anything can happen. And that to me is the most exciting part about watching a movie is being kept on your toes. And I feel like with some some Bollywood films, you're on your toes the whole time to where you're physically exhausted at the end, but so mm-hmm. satisfied. Yeah, and it's all yeah. so visual. Yeah. Like again, with like I call them like a lot of the movies that get nominated for Oscars are like actor movies yeah. where it's like set put a camera bait. on a tripod. <laughs> Put it in the corner of the room and get, get, get your coverage yeah. and that's your movie. Yeah. The and entire movie's a one Throw some yeah. stock footage in between scenes. Right. You know, and then it's like drone like, shot, dramatic lighting. Yeah. Like, and yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, like the Indian movies, they just nailed the visual storytelling. Yeah. So needless to say, we're going to have an RRR party. I'm so excited wait. for that. I'm so excited. Yeah. June 3rd, 2022, baby. Woo. Is that when, it comes Is that when out? it's out? that may, is great april may june okay that's not too bad that's it's, not too it's bad almost may oh my gosh dude <laughs> yeah last time because we had like a full like indian buffet oh did you yeah, yeah oh my yeah, i missed out gosh i'm so fun dude we'll so, do it we'll do it next time just get a full indian let's do buffet it. let's do it and we have more peeps in the studio now so it can yeah. be an even more epic we we'll have to do a projector on the wall so like really yes. like set up oh yes. we should sell tickets yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a good time. Everybody we know is gonna come. Oh, dude, I wanted it to be uh, the third June third. Wanted to be the third already. Yeah, it's <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Well, I guess we're kind of at the end of our podcast. We just talked about Batman the whole time, but <laughs> hey, what else? What else is new? Humble, humbled Batman by your knowledge, man. What can? What more can you ask for? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. I uh, hope you had a good one. Um, it's I guess Monday right now, so. Yeah, happy Monday. Happy Monday. It begins. Another week begins. Yeah. Another yeah. chance to go out there and do your best, right? Everybody? Yeah, what a positive spin on it. I love it. Yeah. Go out there and offend someone. Let's take back Mondays. Come on, we're taking it back. Yeah. It's the second day of the week, technically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.